The Jen, Gabe and Chewy podcast is sponsored by Celsius Energy Drink, and I am here to tell you it makes a huge difference in my mornings. With a unique blend of essential energy and key vitamins, Celsius is your partner to an active lifestyle. My favorite, the peach vibe. Learn more at Celsius.com and pick up Celsius Energy Drinks today. Showtime. The right way to start your day. This is Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. No, but who orders cheddar? No one orders cheddar. You don't go to Cousins. Yeah, give me the cheddar. You you eat the roast beef and cheddar at Cousins all the time. That's not cheddar, Yeah, it's It's famously roast beef and cheddar. Chewy, I love you, but you're an idiot. Hey, Jerry, I'm feeling something. Something I haven't felt for a long time. Pride? No. (laughs) Autonomy. Complete and total autonomy. Well, you're your own boss now. I want to go to a tractor program. Go ahead. I am staying out all night. Who's stopping you? I want to bite into a big hunk of cheese. Just bite into it like it's an apple. This is Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. I don't know. Ch- Cheddar's just not a household name. What the <laughs> hell yeah. are you talking about? Sure it is. I, I think it's, it's top Twitter. five. I think it's a top five. Like, cheese. I go American it has to be the or Provolone. Cheese, Those are right? my top go-to. Come in. Come, come in. We uh, tried to call, but the line was busy. Oh, oh, yeah. Sure. Here. This is Jen, Gabe, and Chewy broadcasting live from the Gruber Law Office's One Call That's All Studios at the Avenue with Gabe Neitzel and Mark Chamara. Here's Jen Latta. She wants to ride it. She's trying to hide it. I'm cool as ever. She's too excited. Her man looks like he wanna fight. He ain't doing nothing but running his mouth. Talk about it. We all about it. They make the plans. We sit and count our chairs. What are you yelling about over there? We can only your see your mouth. No, all we can of only you. see your mouth jamming on the Zoom. So I know you're yelling about something. Cheddar is a one-trick pony. It's, it's like not. Parmesan cheese. What do you put Parmesan cheese on? So many things. What? Pasta. Garlic Spaghetti bread. sauce. That's it. Carbonara. You Cheddar, all right. Stuff. I'll give Pizza. you the burger, but you're not making a charcuterie board and going, hmm, yes, I'm going to put cheddar on there. Yeah, yeah. With a sharp cheddar? No. Absolutely. No. Aged no. sharp cheddar. I'm putting yes. this on the pole. No. And again, we're that talking was... about this because yesterday was National Cheddar Day, and Cheese said that it was a uh, it overrated cheese. He said it was not a top ten cheese, and then could barely name five other cheeses. But like, dude, what are you doing? Like, you put Gabe, cheddar like on everything. What do you do with Parmesan? Parmesan, you. everyone has it in their fridge. You break it out when you have lasagna or or pasta. I mean, there's literally veal Parmesan, chicken. Parmesan. You ever make carbonara? The emulsion uses Parmesan. Emulsion? I probably I should have. Oh, okay. That Read the room. That veal Parmesan. I mean, veal apparently Ashton's doing Parmesan. something a little different while, man, while he's cooking than the emulsion. rest of us. Emulsion. <laughs> yeah, Chewie, you're, right. you're dead I, wrong I'll on give this. you. We'll call it a push. It's not a push. Fair? You're wrong. No, <laughs> it's not fair. You're wrong. <laughs> I think it's a just, push. Just the black knight there over there doesn't have any limbs left. All right then, we'll call it a draw. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day, everybody! Um, last night at dinner, Dario went on a rant about Valentine's Day. Oh really? <laughs> Bad just, idea. Bad idea. He was just like, "It's a made-up holiday so that men have to buy things for women." Yeah. Amen. And I said, "And what did you get me?" And then he proceeded to pull out Valentine's Day cards for the girls that were pop-up Disney characters. So, like, Kira loves Buzz Lightyear, so she opened up her card. Poop! Buzz Lightyear. Then Elayla opened up her card. Poop! Elsa. 
I was like, oh, for somebody who's anti-Valentine's Day, you really went all out for the little ladies in your life. Do they still do Valentine's Day cards for, like, kids at school? Because I always remember having, like, the little, and, and again, they would, like, have a cheesy saying on them. But my favorite ones of all time were Ken Griffey Jr., like a bunch of different pictures of Ken Griffey Jr. with, like, love baseball puns on them. Ooh, like what? <sighs> like, you're, you know, like a picture of him taken off towards second base. You've stolen my heart. Let's go to third base. Is that on the Valentine's? That, that one's a little aggressive. That right. one's... Second grader, yeah. Hey, shoot your shot, Gabe. Shoot your shot. Is there a holiday um, other than Father's Day that isn't steered at women? I mean, we really don't... I mean, you got Sweetest Day, Father's you got Day. Valentine's Day, you got... I just said that. Other than Father's Day, I don't think there is. It's a big one. But to be fair, uh, Sweetest Day is just fall Valentine's Day, right? Like, they were like... It's been a while since we did something for the ladies. Fake fall Valentine's Day. Fake fall. Well, you could argue that Valentine's Day is fake Valentine's Day. Sure, but like I feel Valentine's Day is more established. And then whoever created Sweetest Day just decided that they, you know, wanted to come in from the top rope and try to invent something else. So then Dario started ranting about. Well, so then he started ranting about engagement rings because that was the next thing that was like in his mind fake. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Fake, 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 fake. That may be a friend's reference. I'm not sure. No, that's a side phone Okay, reference. thank you. Thank you. Yes, it's Elaine. Um, so he was like, oh, well, engagement rings weren't even a thing until the 19... 19- well, I wasn't listening that closely. Uh, <laughs> was paying attention. But he said that De Beers... Got distracted by the, the sparkle of company, your ring. The jewelry company said, you only love your lady if you buy her a diamond, and that's how diamond engagement rings be- became a thing. It wasn't some, like, history, tradition passed on from, like, decades and decades. Well, I guess it would be decades. So so generations. No, it definitely would be generations. So, like, centuries. There we go. <laughs> if you guys give me enough time, I will workshop my way through these things. Was Cupid a girl or a boy? I'm famously a boy, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think so. I don't think you got a little lady running around in a diaper. I, I mean, think I he's guess, a boy. Yeah, because I, I always picture Cupid as, yes, just the diaper. There's no top hiding anything up there. So it's just the diaper to, you know, cover up those goods. Yeah, but the thing is, like, three years old. How do you know? <laughs> it's a great question. It's a great follow-up. <laughs> right? I don't, I don't recommend checking if that's what you're asking. <laughs> <laughs> Good follow up. I just don't have an answer, pal. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> you Fair just gotta enough. you just gotta take Cupid at Cupid's word, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and that That's is a not a social question, commentary, actually. everybody. That is not a social commentary. It is Valentine's Day. We want you guys to keep getting us your roses are red, Wisconsin sports Valentine poems. We got a lot of submissions yesterday. We got a lot of submissions on the ESPN Wisconsin Talk and Text Line. We got a lot of submissions on our Twitter account. We will run through some of those as the day goes on. But remember the top three will be picked today by us. You know, you could argue that we are not a uh, credible uh, group to be able to pick the poems. I mean, it's our contest. We should be able to pick winners for our contest. Can I ask you, Jen, like you have can to I ask be you a, a winner to pick a winner and correct <laughs> looking around. Go ahead, Jen. Jen. So Angie is is back in Wisconsin for work, so I'm here. So I had to get her something, and I got her a cool. Uh, it's like a what is it, a throw blanket or something like that. I, I don't know what you, you know, got her. I don't you know, know why. All right, a throw blanket. Really cool. Love you, love you, love you, love you, love you, love you, love you. Love you too. But it was only $23. <laughs> but so. Wouldn't she appreciate that you got a deal? What's a $23 throw blanket? Is it like going to 
disintegrate or is it a nice? What do you think? Yeah, it's probably fine. Blankets I, or blankets? Like you can get really nice blankets. I have a blankie. For 23 bucks? No, my blankie costs significantly more than $23. Um, okay, but so that falls into deal. the category of the thought that counts. I'm not right? sure that you could say I'm kind of a big deal while I'm also referring to it as a blankie. <laughs> Like, it was the second part of that. Yeah, pretty easy. How much was the blanket? Yeah, it's pretty easy there. Uh, probably like 80. It's one of those UGG Sherpa blankies. Can I play it again? Yeah, yeah you can play it again. Kind of a big deal. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fine. Uh, but but Ashton makes a really good point, Shu. Knowing your wife and how much she likes a good deal. That's It true. does feel like she wouldn't want... Now, this might be where there's a little bit of a uh, little bit of conflict, but... It doesn't feel like she would want you to spend a lot of money on her Valentine's Day gift because she doesn't like spending a lot of money in general. Well, it was kind of spelled like smugs or smug. It's jug. <laughs> Jugs? It's a knockoff Ugg. It's jug. Yeah, it's a knockoff Ugg. There you go. <laughs> Wait, the the pitching machine company has spun off into blankets? Well, it's the offseason game, so they got to do something. <laughs> <laughs> the Jugs machine's making blankets now? What are we doing? I was just wondering. I mean, how much do you spend on a Valentine's Day gift, Gabe? Oh, man, I don't have to get anything. Saving all sorts of money over here. I do not. We have never celebrated Valentine's Day once. Like, I'll make a nice dinner tonight, but that's about it. Like, I'm not actually. That's enough. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to go out and get her anything. I haven't ever gotten her anything. I'm all in on the um, making food at home versus going out at this stage of my life, unless it's the seafood pasta. I don't want Dario ever, ever attempting that meal. Which is fair. Again. (laughs) (laughs) What are you making for me for dinner tonight? Seafood pasta. Linguine and clams. (laughs) Plus, going out on Valentine's Day, if you want to go to a nice restaurant, it's just, it's chaos. Like so, you just don't need yeah, that in the middle of the week. I feel yeah. like, I mean, I could no. be wrong on this, so please let me know if I am. 800-990-3776. I feel like the people who go out for dinner on Valentine's Day are the newer couples. 100%. Maybe like a year in, maybe two years in, maybe even less not, than yeah, that. Yeah, I'm saying not even. Um, do you think that's right, Chu? You think it's mostly like newer couples who are doing the I, we have yeah. to go out to dinner on Valentine's Day thing? I think there's a five-year Five-year limit there. After five years, you has Ashton ever gone out on Valentine's Day? Nope, sure hasn't. I've saved a lot of money over the years. That's <laughs> how we could buy a food truck. Pretty smart. I just either cut it off before or start after. Pretty cut, genius. We really cut need it to off. Do something about this. We're talking about the relationship, right? <laughs> yeah, okay. sure. We need to do something about it. You? What do you mean? What should we, we do? do? We need to get him a date. I mean, this is well. That's not a, sad. Do you know no? anybody? Do you? Are there candidates out there uh, that you are? considering angie's on it angie's on it angie's yeah oh she loves setting Clark's ticking, pal. her batting average is god awful <laughs> like i think she set up like seven people and six are divorced so well but at least for a while Whoa, i mean yeah. so so you know they got on base then they just got picked off yeah <laughs> is that life. good enough for ashy <laughs> Story of my life, so you sure. Because we could get, get you picked, picked off. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of spending money on Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can get you Now I got it. Out. That was good. All right, now I get it. That's fine. Give me a second. That was rude. So keep getting us your poems this morning. Roses are red, uh, violets are blue, Wisconsin sports Valentine's Day poems. Did you have any favorites? Some leaders in the clubhouse yesterday, guys. The one that I posted on our uh, Twitter account was probably my favorite favorite of the day did you guys see that one no uh, what one was that i'll pull it up right now 
It was, and I know that it starts Roses Are Red. So Roses Are Red, Darkness Is Black. What will Giannis's next 50-point snack? What will be Giannis's next 50-point snack? It'd be better if I could read. That's from Chris in Waukesha. So get us those on the ESPN Milwaukee talk and text line this morning, 800-990-3776. Of course, Super Bowl was on Sunday. That means everybody turns their attention to the offseason. And when you talk about the offseason, is what happens next? Packers are certainly one of those teams with the old what happens next. I guess maybe we were misinformed. I guess there was information out there that said that Aaron Rodgers was going into his darkness retreat yesterday. And now it sounds like maybe he did not go into the darkness retreat yesterday. That maybe he will actually even be on Pat McAfee this afternoon. Where is this? How did this happen is what I want to know. Sounds like he's going to be on Pat McAfee today. I have no idea how that happened, but Ian Rappaport yesterday on the Pat McAfee show uh, was, you know, asked about that. And he said, well, I thought he was going in, but then I also saw that he's supposed to be on your show tomorrow. Obviously, yesterday, tomorrow being today now. Uh, So my guess is that, and and Pat didn't correct him, say, oh, actually, no, he's not going to be on. He canceled with us. So my guess is Rodgers is going to be on today, and then he'll go into the darkness retreat after. He's He's not allowed to have a phone in there? In the darkness? No, 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 no. The whole point is sensory deprivation. You don't have anything that could, uh, like... Okay. Ever see the light that comes out of your phone there, big guy? It's kind of uh, anti-darkness. Point. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'm anti-darkness. I've decided. I've given a lot of thought over the last week or so to whether or not I could do the darkness thing. And while, as a mom of three, um, it feels like it would be a nice vacation, I do think that your brain would really start playing tricks on you pretty quickly. Like, really quickly. Like, within the first... I'm talking first hour, first hour or two. All right, so you brought this up last week when we were talking about this. How long, let's just let's just go baby steps here. How long do you think you could drive in your car with no radio? So if so again, if I knew there was an finish line, if I sure. knew there was an end, I could probably mentally push myself through the entire drive, which is about 30 minutes, just shy of 30 minutes from here. So I could do that. No radio, but you're still stimulated by all of the things around you. You're stimulated by the traffic. You're stimulated by you know, all the things you need to do to drive the car. So that still is keeping your brain engaged. It's when there's nothing to engage your brain that all of a sudden it starts to start to get out there. I don't think this is a good thing. I don't think he makes it, number one. But, I mean, they talk about, I've been watching prison movies ever since I was a kid, and solitary has always been looked at as not a good thing. I mean, this can't be good for you, right? Day three, I mean, you're talking to yourself, probably seeing things. Is he taking drugs with this? You can't take anything. No, he's not taking anything in there with him. But question, can you talk to yourself? Is that because it's a silent, right? So it's assuming there's no sound around you. I assume you can talk to yourself in yeah. order to help stave off the crazy. Probably, but I mean, seeing things, talking to yourself—how's that any different than your life, big guy? Well, the lights on, <laughs> <laughs> not upstairs. Whoa! How Whoa. many times? That was good. <laughs> that was good. How many times could you sing ninety-nine bottles of beer on the wall? How long does it take to sing 99 bottles of beer on the wall? It's a terrible song. I could get to maybe 89 bottles of beer on the wall and before then you're I'm over done. It? Yeah. But let's just say you had to go all the way through it. Do we have any idea how long it takes to sing 99 bottles of beer on the wall and how many times he would have to sing that in order to get through the four days? I mean, it's probably going to take you, what, 30 seconds of verse? Well, let's time it right now. Nine. <laughs> hold on. 
99 bottles of beer on the wall, 99 bottles of beer. I mean, you take one down, pass it around, 98 bottles of beer on the wall. And okay, so, so it's seven like seconds. Yeah, 17 seconds. and a half minutes is the uh, current record. Wait, no, no, we don't have a, a record because that means they're doing it quickly. Like if you just did it at like a leisurely pace. I don't so think we just figured out it was seven can't. seconds per thing. So seven times 99. 99 is somebody else do that math. Now, so nearly 700. 700 seconds. Yes, nearly then 700 that, seconds. Then divide that by 60. That's yep. 10. Math on the radio is fun. Um, <laughs> great. We're doing great work right now. <laughs> I just would like to know how many times you'd have to sing it to get through four days. That's all I'm trying to ask. A lot. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about yeah. less than 15 if, if minutes. If that was a question on your math exam and you wrote down a lot, you would get the answer wrong. We're not taking a math exam. Are you a math teacher now? No, but I'm going to figure it out during the break. Jeez, excuse me for thinking that y'all might help me with that since that is one of my weak areas. Math. You're the one who went to the Marquette. You're, the, you're supposed to be the smart one I, on the crew. I famously took one math class in my entire four years at Marquette. It's because you were smart at math. You could just pass all the other ones. You could skip all the other ones to take the hard one. You know what? That sounds like something I might try to sell. I'm going to steal that. <laughs> Jason Wildey coming up next on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Stick around. Hey, it's Gabe Nigel here from ESPN Milwaukee. If you have been looking at any sort of used cars, you're on, you understand. You've seen the hard, uh, high used car prices all over. Jason Ewald Automotive, everything is marked down for four days only during their inventory reduction sale. Get financing as low as 3.9%. Make no payments until spring. Get the max amount for your vehicle. Don't wait because these cars are on a first-come, first-served basis. Hundreds to choose from. Prices from 9995 Four days only. Make sure you go to Ewald Auto and EwaldAuto.com. All Packers, all the time. I still think in the end, he's more likely to cave than he is to stick to his guns and say, yeah, I I want to go play somewhere else. Okay, most of the time. Almonds specifically or all nuts? Well, these nuts, those nuts, whatever nuts (laughs) work. It's Jason Wildey on Jen, Gabe, and Chew. Brought to you by Boucher Automotive. With 16 different new car brands and over 35 pre-owned brands to choose from. Boucher Automotive. We are driven by you. We love checking in with our friend and teammate Jason Wildy. Good morning, Jason. How are you doing on this Valentine's Day? Uh, I was talking to one of the people that I love the most, Ashton. Sorry to keep you waiting. Oh, we weren't waiting. That's nice. Uh, does Ashton yeah. know how you feel about him? Yeah, he knows. Oh, that's good. Are you are you pro Valentine's Day? I am uh, very much pro Valentine's Day. Although I may, I think I may have shamed Paula into putting together a little basket of of little thoughtful things for me because I do it for her every year. And last night, um, Sydney and I, Sydney had basketball practice, so um, and Paula took the Milwaukee Ballet Uber shift, um, and so. We went to get her a candle to put in our basket, and Sydney mentioned it to her, and Paula said, does this mean I'm supposed to get you something? And I said, this is our tradition. I get you something, you get me nothing, because tomorrow's my birthday. <laughs> and then I woke up this morning, you know, because like if you have your birthday and your Christmas, you get some of your Christmas presents folded in, it's not really fair. So that happens with my birthday. And I woke up this morning, she had a basket, and I don't think she did it out of the kindness of her heart. I think she did it out of feel, a feeling of obligation. So gift giving is your love language, huh? 
No, I got lots of languages of love. What's your love language with Dario? Wow. <laughs> she wasn't oh, ready for that. that. <laughs> Not even a little bit. I know that my love language is gift giving. Um, and I know that Dario's love language is physical touch. So, as you can imagine, now I'm regretting that question. No, but we we miss each other, is what I'm trying to say. We miss each other on that one, right? So, like, I like to give gifts, and he likes, you know, to have hugs and all that type of stuff. And so sometimes we have to actually, like, articulate, you know, hey, you know, you know what I mean? So, that's it's it's all a work in progress in the old relationship department. Um, Do you have. By the way, I am a fan of Jason. Tip sometimes makes me uncomfortable when he's talking about the Packers. I'm glad we made him uncomfortable. Brings me much joy. Not really. I wasn't uncomfortable at all, actually. I, I was more proud of the fact that I totally turned the tables on her. Not even a minute. Speaking of not seeing it coming, do you have a roses or red Wisconsin sports Valentine for us this morning? Oh, roses are red, violets are blue. Here we go with another Tuesday. I'd rather be you. Ah, okay. I, 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 you know, I gotta say, That's... and and I. I saw one of our fans. You're trying supposed to, clap to be back a writer. I, I, dude, don't listen to him, Jason. I, I, thought, I thought it was great. Don't listen to him. A little warning. It was awesome. Um, <laughs> so I said yesterday that I was, uh, you know, I was kind of excited that the uh, four-day uh, journey in darkness oh. was kicking off mm-hmm. because it was going to cover a Tuesday. And and look, let me be very clear. First of all, I prefer this. To, as we used to call it way back in the day, because it was during a time when um, Al Jazeera was a news outlet. Um, we called it Al Jones-Zera because it was like a state-run media that Brett Favre used. He just talked to Al Jones of the Biloxi Sun-Herald. I much prefer this, right, from a content perspective, from an understanding of the process perspective, I don't necessarily have any interest in doing the things that Aaron Rodgers is doing during this process. Uh, they do concern me slightly. I've already voiced that. But I appreciate the fact that there is an outlet during which he talks about, among many other things, what he is going through and what his process looks like and, and how he feels and all that other stuff. Okay? I, I do appreciate that. That said, I was just kind of hoping that I might have my Tuesday free today and I wouldn't have to sit and watch an hour of him on McAfee and and I could go get some other stuff done this afternoon and that kind of thing, and apparently that won't be the case. So that's all. I saw some a couple of fans who said, uh, oh, you were really hoping you'd have the day off and you didn't want to hear them today. I love hearing them. Uh, I don't enjoy the format of that program, and I, I've told him that to his face, that I don't understand why they have to – Tell him how freaking great he is every time he's on. But I'm glad that he's out there, that he's sharing this stuff, because covering the Brett Favre saga year after year in the early 2000s, it was, well, did he talk to Al Jones today? No? Okay. Well, then we have no idea if we're any closer to a decision or not. Uh, Jason, with the season in the books, we saw who all the good teams are. Mm-hmm. If you put if you put Aaron Rodgers on the Packers, and I'm talking right now, not free agency and draft and all that, put him on the Packers or put mm-hmm. him on the Jets. Who has a who has a better chance to win the Super Bowl? Mm-hmm. Probably the Jets. I think their defense is better. I think the guy, you know, their head coach is a defensive guy who I think is a far superior coach over Joe Barry. Uh, I think they've got. 
um, similar offensive weapons, right? Like, I don't know what Brees Hall is going to look like uh, after the ACL, but I was impressed with him, weren't you? Um, they they have the offensive and defensive rookies of the year, uh, plus Brees Hall, who obviously suffered the ACL tear. So um, they do seem to have a pretty darn good roster. But, you know, I, I got after Jesse a little bit on our show yesterday because, you know, one of my many pet peeves about uh, our business is that we do this formulaic stuff because we think it'll get clicks or it'll get attention. And it works because we talked about it yesterday. But, like, literally the Super Bowl ends and ESPN.com does – they even put it in the headline. Way too early power rankings for 2023. Yeah, no kidding. Too early. They haven't had the draft. They haven't had free agency. You have no idea what a roster is going to look like. What are we doing here, right? But that's kind of what you're asking me. And my point is is that if, if these two teams stood completely packed and sat out the draft, I think the Jets might have a better roster. And I think Woody Johnson thinks the same thing, which is why he was talking about Aaron Rodgers without talking about Aaron Rodgers on the red carpet with Diana Rossini. But do you think the Packers would actually make a big move, Jason, outside of the draft? Because outside of Goody's first year, he really hasn't made that splash move. Yeah, he's. Uh, I, I wonder if the segment of Packers fans uh, and a few beat writers, frankly, who were convinced that he was uh, something very different than Ted. And I want to be clear that my little clique of uh, Domofsky and Schneidman uh, and Bill Huber did not think he was different. We thought that he was living off of one free agent class, which is exactly what he's done. I wonder if people will change their view of him now. because, And part of it is their cap situation, right? I totally get it. They pushed all their chips in to try and keep that team together because they were – uh, getting Aaron Rodgers back, and he was an MVP-level player for back-to-back seasons and everything else. But, no, I don't expect them to make a big splash. I am still the one move that I am rooting for, so I can just fricassee them for doing it, is trading for DeAndre Hopkins. Because, to me, the incredible irony of Goody not being able to admit that he screwed up the Devontae Adams situation would then be for him to acquire via trade the very contract that he used to refuse to pay Devontae Adams his asking price before the 2021 season, and then to acquire that player and having traded away Devontae Adams, who is clearly at this point a better player than DeAndre Hopkins, I think that irony would be amazing. Good stuff this morning, Jason. We appreciate you. We'll talk to you again soon. Happy Valentine's Day to you and your ladies. Thanks very much. Uh, give uh, Dario a big hug and a big kiss on the cheek for me. Please. We'll certainly do that for you. He's Jason right, Wildey. You can, of course, hear him on Wildey and Taos right after Jen Game and Chewy each and every weekday here on ESPN Wisconsin. Keep getting us your roses are red Wisconsin sports Valentine's Day poems. I was going to go to the old talk and text line and read one that came in. One of our friends has been sending it in for the last 24 hours. Scott in Manitowoc has been sending in this one. for the. He wants us to read it, guys. He's very insistent that we read this one, okay? Roses are red. Valentine's Day is a joke. Oh, my gosh. Did guard in the Badgers choke? That from Scott in Manitowoc. 800-990-3776. Keep getting us your roses are red. Valentine's Day poems for a chance to win a Milwaukee Pretzel Company prize pack. Gabe? 
You've probably heard about employee stock ownership plans before, but what separates Fifth Third Bank from others when it comes to these plans? Fifth Third offers unmatched expertise and flexibility when creating ESOP solutions. From full and partial sales, second stage transactions, repurchase obligation financing, and seller note, refan- re- seller note refinancing, ESOPs can offer tax advantages, increased liquidity, employee incentives, and overall diversification of net worth to help your company plan for the future. That's what Fifth Third Bank is there for, to help you plan for the future. They want you to succeed. Fifth Third Bank, National Association, custom solutions built around your goals. Member FDIC. This is Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Uh, You know, I'm going to go with the corn dog, the old corn dog, Um, the corn dog for the Pierogies and borscht all day long. That's just crazy. Nobody likes borscht, let alone on their birthday. it's so good. It's the only thing that makes my mouth water, other than my wife. On 94.5 ESPN. Valentine's Day. It's a huge day here on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy, our weekly ode to the greatness that is Huey Lewis and the news. And don't forget, around 8 o'clock this morning, we've got Ernie Johnson from Inside the NBA on TNT. He will obviously be doing the pregame show tonight as the Bucks take on the Celtics. And next month, he'll be honored by the Vince Lombardi Foundation's Award of Excellence at Pfizer Forum. If you haven't gotten your tickets for that yet, I highly recommend it. Capture Marketing is putting together an absolutely fantastic evening for the Award of Excellence, and Ernie Johnson is somebody you will want to hear from. You can get a little snippet of that this morning on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy at 8 a.m. Okay, Pat Doherty. Pat Doherty. Pete Doherty. Who's (laughs) Pat Doherty? Why did that roll off the tongue like that? No idea. He's like a women's basketball coach. Pete? No, it has something to do with golf, doesn't it? Pat Doherty? I don't think so. Uh, I'm thinking a basketball player from North Carolina. We're looking it up. We'll see if that is an actual person or if Who's I that? just brain That's Brad Doherty. That's Brad Doherty. Doherty. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's Pat Summit, so maybe you just took the two and I was combining. smooshed them two. together. Not shocking. Pete Doherty from PackersNews.com put out an article this morning. It is a column. It is a... Uh, Column about it being time for the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers to part ways. And if you haven't gotten a chance to read it yet, let me just summarize it for you. Aaron Rodgers has won a lot of games. No question about that. He is very good. No question about that. But there are only two reasons that Doherty can see to keep Aaron Rodgers under center in Green Bay. And here they are. One, a shot at winning the Super Bowl. Two, you don't think Jordan Love is good enough. By all accounts, and you could argue that it isn't from the necessarily the people who you need to hear it from, but by all accounts, we are being told or being led to believe that Jordan Love is good enough to be a starting quarterback in this league. Now, right away, Chu, my reaction is, right, but the spectrum there is pretty wide, right? The spectrum of the best quarterbacks in the league starting under center and the spectrum on the other end of the spectrum, the guys who are just like starters in the league is pretty wide. Yeah. I think if you're going to commit to him, you have to be certain that he's top third. Top third of the quarterbacks who are starting in the uh, league. That's kind of a stretch right now. I mean, I would, just based upon what other execs say and GMs, he'd probably be middle 20s to the back end of 20s, which means you'd have to have a lot of players come into this defense. Uh, I'm not ready there yet. But I was talking to Ashton during the break. Isn't everything pointing towards him not returning as he goes into this 
world of darkness. And I'm with you, Jen. I still think he's coming back. But if you look at it, right, doesn't like the coach, whatever you say. I mean, if you like a guy, you're not hanging him out to dry like Rodgers has hung him out to dry. Probably going to lose his five guys, right? Doesn't like the GM. Knows the GM isn't going to make a big splash move because he's never done it before. So everything seems to be pointing as if he's leaving. But if you ask most people, they probably don't believe he's going to leave. Yeah. Right? So is this whole darkness thing smoke and mirrors type of thing? No, But but again, where is he going to go? I know that we made jokes when he was like, the grass isn't always greener on the other side of the fence. The grass is greener where you water it, which we were, you know. It's very deep, very philosophical. Philosophical stuff. Um, but, but where else would the grass be realistically greener? Again, I feel like this goes back to the devil you know versus the devil you don't. As much as it might irk him certain things, whether it's Matt LaFleur's play calling or Brian Gutekunst's resistance or hesitancy to go out and get free agents or build the roster around him or any of these other things. So again, you don't get your five guys in Green Bay, so you're going to go to a brand new locker room where you don't really have relationships with anybody? And maybe you can convince yourself that actually that would be great because they all will bow down, right? kneel at the altar of Aaron Rodgers yeah. if you can convince yourself that that may happen but I don't think that will I think these guys got pride I think you know what I mean like I, again if you're trying to tell yourself yeah. it's going to be great to go to the Jets I still think it's going to be grindier than just sticking around so based upon all the things I said all the negative say, things I said and reasons why he would leave why do you think he's coming back just because he doesn't have the seeds to pull the trigger i think like, it's a- why why would he come back why if, if i said all those things goody not making a move you're losing your five guys lafleur is still the guy he's calling the plays you shut your mouth um all that stuff why would you come back well because again if you water your own grass which again we can make arguments about hey show up for the off-season workouts hey make sure that you are pouring into the guys around you you know, then I could make the argument that the Green Bay Packers are better fit still, as you know we expect them to be constructed, not necessarily as currently constructed, than the Jets, than the Raiders, than any of these other teams that might be negotiating for his talents. Don't those teams just have better rosters, though? Both those teams have better rosters than what the Packers have to offer outside of the quarterback position. So again, though, I mean, it goes down, again, it goes back to me for to me it goes back to how grindy it will be. How grindy it is to completely pick up and move somewhere else and be dropped into a theoretic new scheme. Now, again, depending Nathaniel Hackett and whatnot, new teammates, new routine, new, 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 new. That all takes bandwidth, guys. It does, Jen, but we all know Sala is a defensive coach, right? And Sala is a a much better coach than Joe Barry Carroll, right? Uh, Yeah, uh correct. I mean, Sala is a very good coach. So maybe there's a part of Rodgers like, well, I'm going to New York where there's a defensive coach. My guy Hackett's there, so I could probably run the show because they're going to let me do whatever the hell I want. It's not going to be that much different than what it is in Green Bay because all Green Bay has right now under contract are three wide receivers that were all rookies. No, no, no. Gabe, I'm saying from a coaching standpoint. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying so. This I'm 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 just adding to that too because the the offense would yeah. be similar because Hackett was here. So now you get to help dictate what the offense looks like, and you're gonna have a whole crop new a, a whole crop of new guys coming into Green Bay anyway because they just don't have bodies at that position. So what's the difference between sticking around in Green Bay that's, or going that, to but, to the Jets? That's what I'm saying. Like, why do I think he's coming back? When everything is pointing towards leaving. Yeah, I don't know. That, that, you got to answer that one yourself, pal. I can't dive into your brain. I mean, most of the time I can kind of tell you what you're thinking, but I can't, I can't dive into your brain. But I also one. think it's you strategic, too, to be honest with you. I think it's a strategic move to make it seem like everything is pointing towards leaving. Because I love this line from Homer, right? And he blusters about stuff. But the line that I love from him is that Aaron Rodgers is always mad about something. So, like, yeah, he's let us know that, like, he doesn't necessarily love LaFleur's play calling. And he's let us know that there are times when he's been frustrated by or angry by the way the front office operates. But I also think that that's, like, his default setting. I thought you were going to actually go to the philosopher when you said, well, Homer always <laughs> <laughs> no, our philosopher, Steve the Homer True, weekdays 2 to okay. 4, 94.5 ESPN. Gabe, is there anything to that? I mean, again, it, it doesn't surprise me that we think that Rodgers has all these issues with the organization. He has notoriously and famously let us know about some of them in the past. And then he has dropped little hints about other ones. But I still don't think that that's enough to walk away. It's kind of like me over here crabbing about my husband every once in a while. You know, I'll be like, oh, listen to this, you guys. And can you believe this? And da 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 I'm never really going to, like, leave my marriage. Like, I'm in it. I'm in it. I like my husband. Most days. But some people are only happy when they're you miserable. Love you. It's Valentine's Day. You couldn't just at least sneak in, I love my husband? I love my kids. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, we're getting closer. <laughs> Baby steps. Hey, one small step at a time. But I think there's a possibility he goes into darkness and realizes... Yeah, he's been upset about a lot of things and that, hey, in order to be able to restart and try to actually find that thing that's satisfying, that thing that makes him happy, he may have to leave. I think that's what I think that's a real possibility. I think that's what he realizes. And if he's going to take one last swing, if he's going to take one last swing, we know it's not the Packers. That's why I asked Jason, though, that's. That's why I asked Jason that question of who's got a better chance to win the Super Bowl, the Jets or the Packers with Rodgers, because you would think as a player that's going to account for 60% of his thinking, right, at the end of your career. That's why most guys came to us when we won it in 96, because they knew we had a real good shot at winning the Super Bowl. B.B., uh, Eugene Robinson, Keith Jackson, who sat out the first eight, eight games, finally comes back. That's that's what you want as a guy who's on his way out the door. You know, that's what his drive is. It's not the money. It's like, I want one more. Just give me one more. You saw Mahomes. You saw the spotlight. You saw 113 million people. That's what players want. And I'm just sitting there going, that's got to be 60% of his thinking. Where is the best chance for me to win a Super Bowl? Yeah, it's not Green Bay. Well, and again, that's the conversation we had yesterday when we looked at what the Eagles have done and what the Chiefs have done and what they were doing on Sunday night on the biggest stage in the Super Bowl and said, 
This team ain't even close. They're not even close to these two yeah. squads that duped it out to a very entertaining Super Bowl championship game. If we are going to stick with the fortune cookie philosophy, the fortune cookie philosophers, guys, I have also heard it said, nobody else is responsible for your happiness. So if Rodgers is going out there looking for a team to be able to resolve those issues or looking for a squad that is going to make him happy, he's going to have a tough time. Because again, and I think that's probably what these type of darkness retreats and these other things he's been doing are pointing to. He's searching for something. He's looking for something. He wants to be fulfilled. He wants to be happy. I always think back to that Mina Kimes article where she sat down with him and he famously put the uh, recording device on the table with her because he had like an aversion, a mistrust already of the media of that time. Do you guys remember that article that I'm referring to? Yeah, right. And he talked Mm -hmm. about how even after he won the Super Bowl and he thought, I've reached the pinnacle, he left feeling unsatisfied. He left was like, was that it? Was that, that's how it felt? Oh, crap. I'd been chasing and chasing and chasing this feeling, this accomplishment. And then I got it. And then it wasn't what I thought it was. And it didn't do what I thought it would do. I was the same way. I was the same way. The game was over and I'm like, this is it? Yeah, and I had that same thought. Maybe there's because there's no champagne in the locker room, and it was just it, it was a weird feeling, and and it takes actually a while for it to sink in because we all had that feeling when we went back to the parade, and the parade ended, and it was a 14-hour parade, and then we went in Lambo, and then we went into the visiting locker room and looked at one another and like, what the hell do we do now? That's it. <laughs> so there is that feeling. Yeah, it's bizarre. I mean, I don't want to go sit in darkness and do what I would do for four days. Oh, like you're alone in that, please. You act like you're the only one, the only dude that wants to go sit in darkness and do what you do. If you guys are looking for something to get me for Valentine's Day, might I suggest Celsius Energy Drink? You could just drop off a little container of it. You could drop off a box of it. It wouldn't bother me at all. I would love some Celsius energy drink for Valentine's Day. And why? Because Celsius energy drink gives me the energy that I need every single morning to get along with these knuckleheads right here on ESPN Milwaukee. And there are 15 different flavors to choose from. Arctic Vibe, Fuji Apple Pear, and you guys know my favorite. Say it with me. The Peach, Peach vibe. vibe. So good. I have one every Saturday morning before I hit the air for college football coverage, and it keeps me going throughout the day. Celsius is the essential energy drink that I choose to stay on top of it all, and you can too. Find Celsius at your local pick-and-save stores or online at Amazon. That's what I do. Order it right on Amazon. Have it dropped off right at my front door. I drop it into the garage. I grab one on my way out, and it couldn't be easier and better. Celsius energy drink. Celsius energy drink. Live fit. This is Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. 63. What's that? Oh, the no. number of yards they gave up on the ground against the Philadelphia oh, Eagles. Bible verse, John 3, 63. Look it up. Tell us what it I says. I thought it was Joe 363, <laughs> and it was, Thou shalt not get past me on the line of scrimmage. <laughs> on 94.5 ESPN. Ernie Johnson joining the show in about 10 minutes. Stick around for that. You will want to hear from Ernie Johnson, one of the best we have in the broadcasting field. Excited to chat with him about the Bucs and the Celtics, about TNT and working with Shaq and all of those knuckleheads, Charles, etc. 
and of course the Award of Excellence for the Vince Lombardi Foundation here in Milwaukee at Pfizer Forum next month. If you haven't gotten your tickets for that, go ahead and take care of that. We are asking you all morning long, it is Valentine's Day, to send us your Roses Are Red Wisconsin Sports Valentine's poems, and we've gotten a lot of submissions. We are picking out the top three, and we'll be giving away a Milwaukee Pretzel Company prize pack. Here's one that I have in front of me, Gabe. You ready? Hit me. Roses are red, violets are blue. Can Luke Fickle also coach basketball too? Just a lot of people taking shots at Greg Gard. Didn't they win the conference last year? Like they won the conference <laughs> tournament. Like let's. Turns out when you lose a lottery pick, that's devastating to your team. <laughs> Who knew? Roses are red. There's fifty shades of gray. While Rogers hides in the dark, Giannis feasts on his prey. That from Ronnie in Germantown. Mm. Not that's bad. Not bad. Uh, somebody this morning talked about Chef's Kiss, and I actually appreciated that. So, uh, oh boy, what automatic is... no. Roses are red, R. violets R. are blue. If you want to listen to sports talk and a bunch of nonsense, join Jen, Gabe, and Shu. Again, <laughs> you don't like, like the one? kissing up. You told us yesterday you're out on the kissing yeah, up. Yeah, all the way out on the kissing up. Make fun of us. That's even better. Like I, I am more apt to like the one that was making fun of me yesterday than trying to kiss up. You're not going to... I mean, maybe maybe I, Jen will pick you to win. Maybe Julia will pick you to win. But I am not going to pick you to win if you're kissing up to the show. I think I think mine was top three. Oh, I'm yeah. just no, saying. Without a doubt. I know I can't. Ashley, I don't do even remember? remember what I said, yeah, but that's it was the thing. Good. If you can't remember it, I feel like maybe... There was a violet in there and Ashley. Yeah, roses, roses are red. Violets are great. Would somebody please get Ashley a freaking date? Yep, that was it. That was what you said. Oh. Look, he, he's still laughing at his own poem. <laughs> I'm proud. Roses are red, violets are violet. Roger's not passing on sixty million. I'm not buying it. Roger's passing on sixty million. I'm not buying it. That's what it says. Ashton's back there shaking his head because he's like, "How can she not read?" It's not. It's not, no. I don't want it to sound mean like that. It's not how what I'm thinking. Roses are red, violets are blue. Skip the cheddar and go right to the blue. It's pretty good. It's wrong, but it's pretty good. I actually thought he was going to say goo. I mean, he Duh. couldn't couldn't name blue cheese yesterday when he was trying to name off his top yeah, ten cheeses. Yeah, that's a very good point, buddy. You choked big time yesterday when we asked you to power up those think cheeses. So. What do you mean you don't think Be- so? Because blue cheese has an element of uh, it's fine, it's fine. It's one dimension. It might be two-dimensional. Salads and burger. Do you but know what one-dimensional means or one-trick pony means? I think it's very obvious so. he doesn't. Yeah, I, I just... <laughs> By the way, the oh, way he constantly on. tries to use it. Hold on, hold on. Guess what I have in my pocket? Cheddar, cheddar cheese? Cheddar stick. <laughs> cheddar cheese? A cheddar stick. I grabbed it out, cheddar of, the, kid. out of the Fujiwata this morning <laughs> on my way out. Now it's a little warm. <laughs> it's a little smooshy. I'll probably still eat it. Roses are red, violets are blue. Rogers doesn't want to be the bad guy, neither does Goot. I don't mind that one. Doesn't rhyme. Oh, now you're going to be a stickler. Didn't we yesterday? You were yesterday the stickler about the rhymes. And now you're not going to be a stickler? (laughs) Roses are red, violets are blue. Chewie's a tool and an idiot too. That doesn't rhyme. That's rude also. Very true. Blue and two definitely (laughs) rhyme. Um... But my thing is, Gabe said he likes that when they make fun of us. Do we really like when they make fun of us? Or are we just saying that we like it when they make fun of us? I, li- I mean, again, I think it's funnier. Nah, that's fine. It's funnier if as you make fun of us. accurate. Yeah, right? Yeah. Roses are red. So is my truck. What's 12 going to do? I don't give a... Kind of like that one. Okay. 
kind of like it. Robert in the Falls, you want to put it on the list? Put it on the... It's a semi-finalist. The contender? It's a semi-finalist, sure. Roses are red, so is my truck. What's 12 going to do? I don't give a bleep. Robert in the Falls what do we have to has entered the chat. Today, Soon? last segment. End of the day? Yeah. Hey, producer boy, one-dimensional guy. When do we have to have this in by? Uh, I just said, but well, you weren't listening. Is Ashton one-dimensional, Gabe? Yeah, no. He is. He's one-dimensional. No. Ashton is very versatile. You can't be one-dimensional and win Unselfish Teammate of the Year. The fact that you think I can't yell over that music is hilarious. Oh, he could me. easily drown you out. I could just turn your mic off. Yeah, you could do that as well. Ernie Johnson coming up next on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Stick around.